0: Hello and welcome back to Clever Clogs. I'm your host Brian, and this is my co-host and daughter Miley. Hello, I'm Miley, and
1: I'm eight years old. Sorry, we haven't been doing lots of podcasts recently because we've been really do we've really been busy doing some other stuff.
0: We have. We all seem to be busy on a weekend. We've always got summer to do. Um, we also have a YouTube channel called Miley's Kitchen as well. So if you haven't already, pause this podcast, go over to YouTube, subscribe, and then come back here.
1: Don't forget to unpause it though, because this is going to be the best one yet.
0: This is going to be a good podcast, so we think. Hopefully, you have to let us know. Um, So this episode is going to be all about UFOs, um, particularly UFOs that have happened in the UK, so not in America or anywhere else in the world, just purely the UK. And this first case that we're going to be talking about is called Solway Spaceman. This is a little bit more special to us because this actually happened literally a mile away from our house. So let's get into it. Right. So as we said, this is about the story about the Solway Firth Spaceman. So for you that don't know this story, this actually happened near Carlisle in Cumbria, uh, a place called Bruff Marsh, near Brough by Sands. So what happened, there was a, a family, so it was a father and a daughter, a bit like me and you. <laughs> Hope it doesn't happen to us. <laughs> um, so there was a guy called Jim Templer and his daughter was called Elizabeth. So it happened on a nice sunny day in May. It was the 23rd of May in 1964. So it happened quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jim, who was a fireman as well at the Carlisle Fire Station, um, took his daughter out to Bruff Marsh and decided to get a nice picture of his daughter holding a bunch of flowers. Um, and then obviously a week later, back then, we didn't have cameras where you could just take a picture, like on your phone, and you see the picture straight away.
1: You'd have to wait like a week or so to get
0: it. Yeah, so back then you had um, like it was a Kodak camera, which was a very popular maker camera back in up to about the nineties, really, but mm-hmm. maybe, maybe even more. Um, so you had a film, you put a film inside the camera like a reel, and you would take your pictures, and then you would take it to the Kodak shop or the photograph shop, yeah. And you'd have to, they would send them away and get them developed. So like a week later, you'd go and pick them up. But what actually happened? What they can't believe when they actually got the picture out well as you can see there's a picture can you do and explain what the picture is
1: well basically elizabeth is a nice picture holding flowers on the marsh but there's a mysterious mysterious guy behind her yeah wasn't there when they took it
0: no so apparently this was not there um they no one saw this um, this image no one saw this. Basically, it looks like a spaceman in a spacesuit, a white spacesuit, yeah, but like the black visor, and it's just popping out from the back of her head, going like, Hello, look at me. I'm a person, a bit like Buzz Lightyear, but without, mm. the, without the green and stuff.
1: And just saying, before when is then they weren't invented.
0: No, people back then didn't really know anything about spacesuits, especially in Carlisle, Cumbria. No, no one knew anything about spacesuits or anything like that. Um but anyone can go and look at this picture as well. If you just Google the Solway Spaceman and uh, images, you'll see hundreds of images of this. Um and you can see it for yourself. Yeah. About a week later after he after Jim had went to pick up the photograph from Kodak caught there's actually the the lady behind the desk who developed the pictures actually pointed this out to to jim as because they never actually saw anything there so obviously they took a look at the picture and they were like what on earth is that behind my daughter because he swears there was no one else on the marsh that day there were only ones and as you know on the marsh Mm -hmm. um you can see from one end to the other it's a long straight road And it's about a mile and a half long maybe two miles long at the most but you can see if it's a nice clear day like it was as you can see in the picture you can see from one side to the other and there's just say one road in and out Mm -hmm. and he swears there was no one else there and obviously if there was someone else standing behind your daughter you would you would know
1: yeah and you wouldn't take the picture
0: you wouldn't take the picture no
1: probably ask him to move or Go somewhere
0: else. Yeah, say, hey, get out my way. I'm trying to take a picture.
1: Well, that might be a bit rude, but
0: maybe. (laughs) So what actually happened then, obviously, Jim actually took the picture to the police to see what they had to say about it. But obviously the police weren't really that interested. They probably just thought it was fake. Yeah, yeah, whatever, it's just fake. Um, But Kodak, he actually sent the picture back to Kodak with the original film. And they wanted to see if it was real because by this point um, the local newspaper the Cumberland News had picked it up and it was all over the front page and um, obviously it was getting lots and lots of interest from everybody and then once it was in the local newspaper the national newspaper picked it up the Daily Mail and obviously it went right across the world and all these people were trying to prove if this picture was real or fake um, and actually Kodak themselves who make the camera and do the films mm-hmm. Um, done loads and loads of tests to see if it was fake but Kodak came back and said no this is a real picture it hasn't been tampered with it hasn't been edited in any way shape or form this is a real picture and it actually put a thing across the world saying if anybody can prove that this picture is fake then we'll give you a cash reward I don't know how much it was but it was a lot of money and still to this day nobody has been able to prove that it's a fake picture So to me, it's real. Yeah. Uh, And the strange thing is what a a lot of people think, it actually went alongside of something that went wrong in Australia, which we're going to get into as well now. So before we get in back into the Australia section, I've got to mention about the Men in Black. Um, have you heard of the Men in Black? No. What, you haven't heard of the Men in Black? No. Everyone's heard of the Men in Black. I
1: haven't.
0: Right, so right. for those that don't know who the Men in Black are, are basically government officials um, who investigate uh, UFO sightings. Um, so these actually came up from London, from the head office in London, and actually went to jim's work where it was at the fire station and asked him a few questions and then they said to him um can you go out and show us where you where where this actually happened so jim was like yeah yeah no problem at all and so they got into this black car government official car which is all blacked out windows bulletproof and Mm -hmm. everything like that and yeah and these two guys we um, were in the front and Jim sat in the back and Jim had to tell them where to go which it's about what, about a 15-20 minute drive from Carlisle City Centre mm-hmm. something like that and so Jim took them out uh, to where all this happened so they all got out of the car and he was saying this is where my daughter was standing this is where I stood with the camera and he, they asked him a few questions and then all of a sudden they went well, thank you very much for your time and they turned round, got back in the car and just drove off and left Jim in the middle of nowhere on the Brough Marsh. So bear in mind, this was about 11, 12 miles out of Carlisle. So he had to find his own way back. And bear in mind, this was back in the day where they had no...
1: road,
0: No roads, they had roads. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they had no mobile phones. So he had to walk to the nearest village, Bruff by Sands. And I don't know how we got back, actually. I'm just guessing he used a payphone phone and rang his wife and said, can you go pick me up? They've left me. And he never heard, he never actually heard anything of these people again. So no idea what they've done with his story. No idea.
1: Nobody knows what they were asking the questions for? No. Oh, very weird.
0: Yeah, a bit rude, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Living someone in the middle of nowhere.
0: So as I was saying before,'s got um, this story has an Australian link as well in a place called Woolman, or something, I think it was in South Woomera, Aus- oh, sorry, it's on there. Look, Wumera, in Southwest Australia. They were actually launching. This was two days later they were launching a, what was called the Blue Streak missile which yeah. was a, a British missile, which was going to carry a, I think it was going to carry a nuclear bomb. Oh. Uh, but they were just testing bad. the rocket to see if it would fly. Um, so two days later, just before the launch of this missile, they had to abort the launch because some people in Australia saw two figures walking around the rocket on the rocket stand. So they are like, quick, quick, stop, stop, stop. Can't launch with people walking around. Because they will yeah. Um but actually and then two days later by this point the picture from that Jim took and Bruff Marsh had made it to the Australian newspapers and the workers at the test site, at the launch site, swore that the people that they saw walking around this rocket looked exactly the same as what was standing behind Elizabeth at the time.
1: But how was there two of them? Well
0: there was two of them on there as well. So, I mean, it's just a bit strange, isn't it, how one's literally the opposite side of the world. Two days later, this spaceman, wherever it was, was actually spotted.
1: Um, spotted, yeah? Well, how is there two of them? Because if, if we go back to the picture of Elizabeth, there's only one of them.
0: Yeah, well, there's only one there, but in this particular case...
1: Is it a trial? I don't know.
0: We don't know. Cause it is, when you look at the picture on... Elizabeth, it is, I mean, it's very small, isn't it? It's not, I mean, she's only a small, how old would you say she is? About, your, maybe seven, eight or nine years old? Yeah, looks about eight. And it's only about the size of a head. You can only see the torso. You can't see the legs as well. I mean, so I do encourage maybe you to go onto Google and actually, well, while you listen to this, look at the, and Google the picture, yeah?
1: Well, maybe it's far away, but.
0: I mean, it could be as well, yeah. Right, so theories, the most popular theory of this, it's never been solved, so it's a real picture. Um, It's been proven it's a real picture. Mm -hmm. And obviously some people think it is um, maybe some kind of alien that's standing behind her, Um, or a popular theory, um, which is actually it could be a ghost. Because... Um because, but I don't know, I don't believe it's a ghost. It doesn't look like a ghost apart from it being white, but a ghost white, or is that just casper, no idea,
1: or oh, just t v series, yeah, just TV series. Ghosts
0: are invisible, yeah, of course,' generally invisible, um, but one of the most common theories is actually it's Jim's wife, it was later revealed that Jim's wife was actually there, and it actually could be. 'Cause it was such a sunny day, um, it could have been the picture could have been overexposed and Jim's white wife had blonde hair. And if the sun was shining on the blonde hair
1: It would be white.
0: It would come up as white with being overexposed. So a lot of people think it was actually just his wife standing behind. But it can't actually be proven.
1: Because how would it be invisible? Yeah. Like his wife dead? I
0: don't know, the wife wouldn't be dead
1: exactly
0: but it's one of them things why don't you let us know what you think if you go and look at the picture you let us know what you think um, this spaceman was it definitely looks like someone wearing it, and that's an astronaut standing behind behind Elizabeth for definite for um. definite so we're gonna leave this one here we were gonna we had quite a few more cases to talk about but what we decided to do because some other ones, it's just it's going to be too much. They're all going to need their own episode mm-hmm. as well. So we might do a, I think we're going to do a little mini series on UK UFOs sightings yeah. as well. So the next one, I think it's going to be the um, Todmorden UFO sighting, and then we've also got the Broadhaven UFO sighting as well. We've got there's
1: also one about a school.
0: Yeah, which we just got lots to talk about. Right, so we're going to leave this podcast here we um, hope you enjoyed it I mean there is loads and loads to talk about But if we talk about everything we'll just be talking for hours Yeah um, As I say we were going to talk about a few more cases But we've decided we're going to do a mini series of UK UFO sightings. So we've got quite a few, we've got three or four different ones. One um, called Broadhaven UFO sighting, which which is known as a Welsh Roswell, which any UFO nuts out there, you would know anything. You know, Roswell is always related to UFOs. Uh, This was about a school in Wales where school children actually saw a flying saucer UFO and actually some of them actually said they saw men as well and um, let's
1: not get too into that no we won't get we into don't it. it
0: no not at all and there's also the rendlesham forest incident as well which is probably one of the world's most famous mm-hmm. ufo sightings where it was actually on a u.s air force base in england mm-hmm. down the uh in a place called suffolk not too far from london where two soldiers actually saw uh, a flying saucer in the forest as well and there was actually evidence that it actually landed as well. But again, we can't get too much into that. So we've probably yeah. got a good three to four other episodes on top of that, which we will bring you in the upcoming weeks. Um, but before we leave as well, we also had Miley's riddle mm. from the last episode. And which
1: was, which what was, gets wetter as it dries. What, say that again. What gets wetter as it dries. You can pause the video again to think of it if you need to.
0: What gets wetter as it dry well nothing can get wetter as it's drying, can it? Well it can. What what gets wetter no. It's been silly.
1: No.
0: A towel. A towel. The answer is, it... is a towel. Oh, of course it is. Yes. Of course. I, I was about to say that before you rudely interrupted no, me. No, you weren't. I was. I was no, about you to weren't. say I was literally about to say a towel.
1: Comment if you can
0: I don't think you can comment on these. Mm. God knows. But anyway, we're just going to leave it there and I hope you enjoyed this episode and please follow us if you haven't already on Spotify or wherever you listen, whatever platform you listen to the podcasts on and we'll see you next time on Clever Clogs. Goodbye. Bye-bye.